0: Hi, this is Betsy Beers. I'm the executive producer of Grace Anatomy, Scandal, and How to Get Away with Murder. And this is Shondaland Revealed, our official Shondaland podcast, where we try to cover vague stories or recollections of episodes from this past night's viewing. So I'm here with One of my favorite people in the world who we're trying to figure out a way actually to hire him on all three shows, (laughs) just because right now he's on two shows. He's directing on Scandal, and you know him as the delectable, mysterious, and kind of sleazy Sam. Well put. On how to get. (laughs) Well put. Um, and I just wanna say he's nothing like that in person. Um, and that would be, of course, the lovely Tom Verica.
1: Why, thank you, thank you very and, um, much. And on Grey's Anatomy, I, you, I did direct and act you, on that show as did. well, You did, it's so. joke,
0: you did. You're just not doing it at the same time. <laughs> that's correct, that's you correct. Actually, so it doesn't count. So Tom today's wearing a um, lovely shirt, which I'm suspecting, did your wife have anything to do with that shirt? She
1: did, as you know my wife, <laughs> she's, she is my fashion, you know. Every time she picks out a shirt from me or brings home a shirt, I'm, I always have that look on my face of, I don't, I don't know, babe. And she says, just wear it, I show up to work, reluctantly probably three weeks later after talking myself into finally putting it on and
0: wow what a great shirt what a great and it always it's a Ben Sherman shirt never ever fails you guys because I (laughs) on a regular basis walk into his office and I go that's really nice he's like yeah that's my wife my wife I wouldn't wear it for like the longest time but it's sort of like light brown stripes on a diagonal and uh, on a white shirt and it's very peppy and he's wearing some nice jeans and some brown shoes which actually bring out the brown in your shirt
1: uh-huh see, see? she uh, you know she's i take very, my cues off her she's very very good
0: <laughs> now see and the irony for us of course is that my husband is a peacock he loves clothes and he he buys all sorts of vintage stuff and they get along famously tom's wife and my husband spend a gigantic amount of time happily reminiscing about sorting through garbage bags of crappy clothes yep. and vague Finding jewels yes. exactly so i will come home on the average day and my husband will have been on eBay and will have found the entire Ralph Lauren collection from 1986 mm-hmm. from somebody's closet. And all of a sudden he's for walking- For 20 the, bucks. For 20 bucks. And he's walking the dog with those sweats with a big teddy bear on it. Uh-huh. And I'm just puzzled. But then it turns out that that's kind of trendy or something. So-
1: I'm usually behind the curve, so you and I, are yeah, both I think like, you and I are in the same You were we li- literally
0: like the yeah. same thing where we look at each other and go, okay. I don't know. I dress like a seventh grade boy, which is not <laughs> the best idea, <laughs> and my poor husband has like suits that match, and b- way ahead of it, b- the trendsetter. Like, d- yeah. Way ahead of it, and your wife. For some reason, every time I see your wife, she's in an evening dress. I think honestly, if I see your wife out of an evening dress, I'm going to be because we always you? see each other yeah. at parties. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And she always looks. He, he's got this absolutely gorgeous wife who always looks amazing in what she wears too.
1: I don't think I've ever seen her the same thing twice, which is remarkable because she's not. She doesn't spend. She just has a knack for finding things. She does and lots of it. See. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This fashion report was brought to you by by Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, and Grey's Anatomy, exactly. (laughs) So you guys just learned more about Tom's and my inability to actually groom ourselves than probably we ever intended to tell you. Well, this was a big week this past Thursday because the Grey's Anatomy episode was cuckoo balls good. The Scandal episode is kind of a watershed episode because Mm. this is sort of the episode where we realize and Liv realizes and everyone realizes that Jake didn't do it. That's correct. That Mm -hmm. Papa Pope, as always, has had his finger in the pies. We've got that amazing like Abby and Leo moment and Abby dealing with the entire event of her ex-husband coming back into her life. Coming back into the picture, yeah. Which is just, incredibly upsetting, and the gigantic reveal that, of course, Elizabeth is kind of like pulling the puppet strings. Yes. Which is awesome. a lot.
1: I mean, it's every time you think it's it's not possible for conspiracy theories and who's behind what, I, I think intellectually we all know that Papa Pope is behind everything, yet we <laughs> go down these a, roads. That's
0: a really, really, really good fail-safe. In fact, you know? he's behind all three shows. <laughs> <Exactly>. He's really... <laughs> exactly. There is, no there is no Shonda There is no Shonda There is just Papa Pope. It's really Joe Martin. <laughs> But a
1: terrific episode for, for Darby, who uh, for her character. As you know, we've known since the beginning, since the pilot, what her history was, we've never sort of addressed that, and the fact that she is now in a position where she is, and he happens to resurface at this particular time, puts her in a, in a very unusual situation. And I thought for Darby, the actress, was phenomenal what she got to play in this. Um, and then Leo being the sort of the sweetheart of a guy, which we never kind of would have assumed him to be, but the scene in the briefing room with the two of them, I, I thought, was one of my favorite scenes, and I I just loved what they did with it.
0: You know, I think one of the great things about these shows, and it's always the case, is nobody is actually what you think they are. It was always the same with Greys, too, because it was like, oh, you think Alex is kind of a ass. He's not at all. He's just this incredibly wounded dude who doesn't like to open himself up. And Christina Yang seems really cold, but in fact, she's not really cold. She just has a difficult time making relationships. I think it's like, it's so interesting that somebody like leo you meet and you go he's just he's a douche mm-hmm. i mean that first series of episodes with him he was super entertaining he was really good at his job but the whole sequence with like sally at the church after the whole thing blew up where he stages he that out, yep. he would sell out he would he would sell out his mother yeah. for a toffee apple exactly it's sort of right. the way you feel about him yeah. But then in this episode, you see this totally other side to him that you do not expect.
1: And we haven't seen him this season. This is no. when he comes back and he has a moment like this. And you're like, that's Whoa. what's so great about each of these shows is that, and I'm hoping Sam in, in Murder <laughs> has the same thing. But
0: I'm not having a lot of high hopes for that right He's been now. dead on a floor for a long time, <laughs> yes, I yes. think. which yes. Is- I think we definitely know his fate. Yes. But, um, no, but Paul
1: is, uh, the mark of these characters is that you, you you see them in one way and then they have moments that switch and even these fatherly moments that Papa Pope and, and Liv have that you see a little bit of like, oh wow,
0: they actually, there actually is something to the father-daughter relationship before it just goes all wacko. It's uh, it's so intense and I mean this whole Liv con- torn between two lovers thing, Yeah. it's making me super stressed. I <laughs> think it's stressing like, a lot of people. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Like, it's a whole, like, grab bag of stuff, but... It's There's kind whole... of an
1: interesting season for her, and sort of ah. this, you know, where, where she's at and the decisions she's going to make. And I'm excited to see where uh, where we go with it.
0: No, I think I think that's true. And I think I think Melly also gets a really good turn. I think last week Melly was just gangbusters with Betsy. Yep. But yeah. I think this week it's sort of like puts the icing on the cake that Melly's back and she's bad and she's going for it. And it's just some. Yeah, good We love
1: stuff. watching that. that is oh great, my God, great I was drama, I
0: yeah. loved Blanket Melly, mm-hmm. but a Smelly Melly. You know, whichever Melly you like. Um, Blanket, Melly. Melly blanket, Melly. Smelly blanket, Melly. I got to say, I was so freaking relieved when those pearls went back on.
1: It just—it uh, is her uniform, and it is. <laughs> it's it's right. like she's going back into battle, and it, it really is her armor. And the other armor she had was of a different ilk, and it was great to sort of watch that. But I think there was tremendous uh, relief. I, I think for even us and the crew, as we sort of watched her, it's just so delicious her performance and everything she does, whether it's the blanket, Melly, or uh, or First Lady. Uh, it, it is nice to sort of see her back in action.
0: No, I think it's the, the coiffed hairs. A huge point of relief for me. <laughs> the helmet. Um, the helmet, say exactly. And see, you know, the great thing about having Tom Verica here is we can cover somewhat thoroughly two shows because he is conversant in the two shows. And sometimes what happens when I talk about the other show, I have somebody from one show and they're like, I haven't seen the show yet. Don't do that. Now you've ruined the show. Like you've totally It's a you've screwed very screwed
1: unique leg. position as I think only you <laughs> and Shonda, yes. a couple of us are in, but me being kind of literally going from set to set and and questions and wanting to know about what's happening on the other show. And I know what's happening with each script. And where we're at, and and being very careful, as the actors from Murder want to know what's happening with Scandal. What's really the? Hard, so, isn't and it? I've got to remember where a what's aired, and that even though these two companies are literally right next to one another, we never see, they never see each other. So I'm the one who gets to sort of go in and play in each world, in each environment, and and knows exactly where everything's going.
0: You are sort of like the glue, but it is a challenge, isn't it? Because what I find sometimes is keeping straight what's aired, what hasn't aired. That is the Is the one challenge. that just makes my yeah. brain explode cause yeah. We've A lot of what we do guys is after an episode has been shot, we spend a lot of time in post or restructuring, like running, and, restructuring you know. and, and, and Shonda and the director and the editors do a lot of that. And I tend to come in on Scandal for sort of the period of time where we're putting in music and we're putting sounds and all this stuff. So I'll sometimes see an episode like you will and you'll be watching it a lot, but it's not going to be on for three weeks. And then in my head, I'm super confused. And someone asked me a question and, and those murder kids, they're a curious group. They're, yeah, they are. They, They're a nosy little bunch.
1: Persistent, wide-eyed bunch. Persistent,
0: (laughs) wide-eyed bunch. I mean, that Asia, she can bleed details out of you like there's no tomorrow if you're not careful. She's very good.
1: And I remember doing the pilot in Philadelphia and she was a huge Scandal fan. And she she suddenly was just, you know, Coming, just following me around and saying, you know. So, uh, what's going to happen in the finale? I mean, is is uh, what's what's happening with Lib? What is she going to do? And has s- such a vested interest on, uh, in scandal and such a huge fan. And was like, oh my God, or, you think it, you could take me on the set and come and see see what happens? So it was very funny. She is uh, she's very crafty about trying to sort of obtain information.
0: It's uh, she'll
1: make a good lawyer. She's good. She's <laughs> going to make a very good.
0: She's going to make a very good fake lawyer yes. someday. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so I say. We're all fake. Now, what they say about you though is that you're one of the most patient and sweet corpses that they've ever dealt with. Because you spend a lot of time, all those flashbacks that we shoot every week, you guys, that's Verica lying in a pool of his own blood- With that soulless expression for long periods
1: of time. Oftentimes long periods of time as we kind of go down the road with different characters and their point of view and their kind of retelling of the events of the night. uh, The one thing that's consistent is I'm dead on the floor and I'm gonna be there for for a couple of hours. (laughs) Now there's an upside to this, is that with the madness that is scandal and the craziness, I get to go lay on the floor and just veg out for a little while.
0: So it's actually it's 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 kind of a Zen moment, albeit in a that I treat it. Puddle of red stuff. Yes, and a
1: puddle of red stuff is sticky, and it's it's not fun. And, uh, and who I, said this business was glamorous? Yes, no, and and the, the biggest challenge and Katie Finley, who plays Rebecca, uh, being a corpse in the killing in the first season. Oh
0: my gosh, she was a corpse. Yes, that's right. So she she's had a vet. been she's sort she's of my a advisor, my yeah. technical
1: advisor, and how to keep your eyes open for more than more than a minute, and uh, it, it's not easy to do. It's very difficult.
0: How hard is it for your wife to watch this show with you as a dead body? Because I know your wife is used to watching shows where you know you're married to people mm-hmm. and you have relationships with them and stuff, but I think watching your spousal unit dead is is hard.
1: It is, and 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 my mother as well. My my mother probably has the most problem with it, and and that she makes sense actually. All, your
0: mother gets that right. She
1: kind of just she will not look at the screen if it suddenly comes up, and it's, it's going to come up almost every episode. <laughs> That's what I
0: say. She's got a lot to look forward to. <laughs> <She's, laughs> so she's really like in. you know I'm not going to look is he on yet.
1: My wife is actually not. She doesn't have any issues with it. It's more. People who, friends who know me and uh, Bellamy Young actually had, she had one of the most visceral reactions uh, and sent me a text and just asked me, are you okay? I just, even, I know it's all fake. She goes, but, and I'm like, Bellamy, you're, you're in fake world all (laughs) the time. How do you but she had such That's issues. She terrible. goes, it really is. And it was so sweet, you know, right after the pilot had aired, she was so concerned and so disturbed. And she says, and, and even the next day when I saw her on the set of scandal, she was so rocked and bothered by it because I just don't like the image in my head. I just, I can't shake it. And I don't
0: like seeing that. And so I gave her a big hug and, and I was like, you of all people should know this is not real. But that that really is a testament to how we sold it in the pilot. Yes, huh? yeah. And I'm just going to say you are a riveting corpse. You just are <laughs> Some riveting. of my best work. I'm going to
1: cut together a half hour of tape of just me dead from every possible angle. Which we have.
0: <laughs> which we do have covered. At our six which we of Sunday, do have. Yes. One of the things I love about this murder episode, actually, is I do think that this is very quietly Sam trying to get into good graces again. Absolutely. Which I think is super freaking entertaining. I mean, he, <laughs> he offers up. But you really believe that he wants to this marriage to work. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, I think that the, what I constantly come up against, because on paper, we're, we're meeting this couple uh, after, you know, 20 years they've been married and, and we're meeting them at a very tumultuous time. So I think the challenge for both Viola and myself is to really find where's the connective piece that are kind of in between the dialogue and in, in that is underneath the situation that we know
0: uh, as of now, which is a... You know what? It is a storm of poo. It's a poop storm. It's a poop storm. It's a poop storm. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love that. I get a hashtag poopstorm. But as these things kind of get revealed about this uh, relationship that I have, which I, I, and I for one second I have to talk about, I find amazing how many people will vilify Sam so much when they've seen in the pilot that my wife is having an affair Dude, in our house. Right? And yet the, the the sort of suggestion that I may be had, that I may have had an affair, people are just leveled by and how could I and what a scumbag I am. And I'm like, Hold on. A fair play. I mean Hold she's on. kind of and you've actually seen it. You haven't seen me with it. There, this is an no equal playing. Except field. on the there's I a think, picture on a phone. But. I
0: think maybe part of the issue is the age of the person you were having the affair with. That not is Not that you're what, not a young, uh, yes. healthy man, <laughs> but just that you were you're, yes. you were picking With up a th- student. Although
1: but, she rubbed her student's nipples. I mean, that's, you know...
0: <laughs> you know, these are all really good these points, America. Good. But people are not... They'll, no.
1: They forget that. They're forgiving of her. But you know what? It's Okay. I but will you're go so back likeable. to. I'm, See, you're
0: so likable. It's all okay, and no wonder that nice student was with you. But I
1: speak to the marriage, and, and you, the marriage yes. is, is: I, I am now sort of in, a, in a tough place, and uh, I, I must sort of make amends. And, and, my drive in this, which I enjoyed, is you know, I'm bringing her a martini, and the things that she oh, likes. Oh, I love doing this.
0: You're crawling your way back. Crawling
1: sort of. my way back, trying to get in her good graces before a bomb is dropped at the very end, which we don't know the result of that.
0: At no, this we don't. Point, but um, it's a pretty big bomb.
1: It is a pretty big bomb. Who knew what, and is it actually true? And yeah, this is it, why we tune in week in, week out. We
0: do because you're like guilty until proven innocent. That's I mean, exactly right. Like yeah. you, that last shot—you were tried and convicted yeah. of a crime that we have not no quite actually figured that you committed, which That's was. Right. Not even the actual crime, it's the knocking the girl up.
1: And I think from this point on, I mean, the next two episodes are pretty amazing as far as what lengths, as my character gets buried more and more and what lengths we'll go to to get out of that and try to sort of skirt this issue of potentially being the murderer, which we don't know yet, of Lila. It's good TV. I'm just going to say, you guys, guys.
0: next week... Sam's got a move. There's a big turn, big, move big which that just, happens next just, week. That is, when I read it, I was uncomfortable. We actually, just before we started taping this, we both had a sidebar. I was just like, well, man. We can't say what it is. No, I'm not right. saying anything except that there's there was a thing and you and I both had the moment where yeah. we went, yeah, that, that's a thing. It's, so you guys, uh, if you want to see a thing... Woo.
1: next week next is, week
0: there's a thing i,
1: I, I and i got when I read it on the page it was i don't think i've had quite a a vocal reaction to something and just oh my god reaction to, as to You sell it. I got to be careful not to say anything more, but it is a...
0: You sell it. It is a hell of a... a, There's a lot next week, actually. As you can see, the whole thing is sort of picking up speed. Um, And the nice thing about this episode, too, is you got to know a lot more about Wes. Mm -hmm. The sort of relationship with Rebecca, which I think is a really, really, really good thing. I think Michaela had a really bad episode. Mm -hmm. Like Michaela found out that she's got this prenup thing going, which is... She goes perkily off thinking that she's going to actually... Get a job at a law firm, and they hand her a prenup, which just sucks. Yep. By the way, I don't know what's going on with Laurel. <laughs> that girl's busy. Oh, Frank. Yeah. She's a busy girl. Yeah, she is. Um, and one of the great things about this episode, this is, this all seems to be about wanting people you can't have, or you think you can't mm. have. Because there's Connor and Oliver, that's and that right. whole like.
1: How he comes back? Yeah. He comes that's... back,
0: and he realizes that that's not happening. The whole, you know, Con versus Frank issue for mm-hmm. Laurel. The Annalise and Sam Crapola, which is going on, which yeah. is the relationships are super unsettled right now. And I think that that's one of the really well, interesting things. to it. And
1: it's, it's difficult. It's, diffi- it, it's difficult enough, I think, to have the DNA for one relationship and, and one that you think with specifically with Sam and Annalise, that they have a 20 year history. So you can you have a little bit more well to draw on. But with these, I think the mark of this and what Pete does so well in the writing staff is uh, with each of these characters, find that through line, but make them all specifically unique to their character. And show you a different side to them as you're still learning about them
0: in this in, in this first season. Which is the juggling act is really really crazy. Yeah. Do you feel like Sam really loves Annalise?
1: I do, and it's it's a question that that uh, I see on the Twitter feed. And and again, we're, you know, people are seeing kind of the theatrics that are happening now as the the poop storm as <laughs> as is <laughs> coming. Your wife's gonna thank me. for uh, Yes, yeah, she is. It's coming to a head, but I think you know what we have is this twenty-year relationship. I think there's a reason why uh, they've been together twenty years, and I I played it as that, and and to me, it's I think it adds to those layers of complexities that it's not so cut and dry. Like why doesn't she leave him, or why why are they together? You know, it's uh, personally it's, it's it's not a level that I go to when you're you're having problems with your spouse. People react in all different ways, but I think it's certainly because one's actually Specific things about one's actions doesn't necessarily mean that they don't love them, but that there's something about them that they have chemistry and a connection that isn't real. And, and because if it is, then I don't think you're really invested in the relationship. Yeah. Or Annalise's journey, which is yeah. uh, which is a hell of a journey, and, and what Viola is bringing to it is so layered that uh, I think to go along for that ride, you have to invest. That these are two people that that do love each other, and you know the last last week's episode when she, which was tough to read on paper about how why does she need him, and if there was a question that someone asked is why does she need need him. Why does she love him?
0: Yeah, and I think, look, your point is well taken, which is, in any, as we know, in any long-time relationship, because how long have you been married?
1: Uh, in my, me personally? I've been uh, married 14 years now. Yes. Yeah, so
0: and yeah. I've been, certainly with my husband, I've been married five years, but I've been with him for 14 years, mm-hmm. 13 years? <clears throat> about the same amount of about time. About the same of you, amount yeah. of time. So, And you do, you go through, you go through years phases. that are harder. You do, yeah. Better. So as, as all you guys know, who've been in long-time relationships with a spousal unit. So I think that's the thing which I find really relatable about that. Yes, it's writ large, but I think there's something about their relationship that you do think... They know each other, like they really know each other on some Mm -hmm. fundamental level. Emily at Gladiator OP wants to know, what do you think about when you're rolled up in the rug?
1: Uh, Usually what my next scandal meeting is and what I have to do (laughs) to prep for that. (laughs) (laughs) Or, uh, yeah, any number of things, you know, casting. Did we go with this actor? (laughs) Um, But, you know, it, it is a moment uh that I actually have a little bit of peace and quiet where it's it's a bit of a cocoon it's a bit of
0: a it's 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 a he's he's cloistered he's <laughs> cloistered. cloistered in the loving arms of the carpet which I hope is soft enough and I hear that everyone be...
1: freaking out outside are you okay okay I'm, no, no no you don't have to rush it's I'm fine okay. I'm, this I'm, I'm, is this I'm is like a, a spa
0: <laughs> a strange spa <laughs> it's Kim Bitch at Scandal Fan Alley wants to know which do you enjoy more directing or acting? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> we ask him this all the time. This, this is it, a, this hits.
1: is probably the most often asked question. Well, being an actor for thirty years, I, uh, I I will always love acting if the the role is right. This is this is an opportunity that came up. I, I've been a director for the last fifteen years, and that's kind of where my focus and my passion is at the moment. And so, oftentimes, uh, as directors, we're lined up uh, far in advance, so I'm not really available for acting unless it's during a hiatus. So. If there's something fun and juicy and, and makes sense that, that comes up during uh, my downtime, uh, it would have to be really good now. It's, this has allowed me to be a lot more selective with that, but you know, I I mean, what's not to love being opposite Viola Davis and you, Betsy Beers, are responsible for really my position and being involved <laughs> in Shondaland, what I remember our, our few launches yeah. at the beginning of that, yeah. kind of putting me in this position, and then this role coming up, which I don't think anyone thought was possible logistically to pull off doing the season finale of Scandal and no. doing the pilot for We're murder. We're still questioning it. And the um, people the people that are having to sort of make it work. It yes, and a here's a shout out to
0: the it. Scandal production team. Mary Howard. Probably <laughs> suffer more than anybody in terms yes. of the scheduling and Ann Kimberg on the Ann Kimberg murder the side, murder. but as um, so I think you guys probably know, because I think maybe we covered it with Jack and Asia, I can't remember, but you we were trying to cast the pilot and we couldn't find anybody to play Sam and Shonda and I decided Linda Lowy I think came up with the idea and said mm, what about Erica Shonda came to you
1: yeah and she, and she came walking into my office and closed the door she goes okay I got an idea. I don't know how it's going to work, but I, I can't get you out of my head now. You, I, can, I can only see you in this role. And I'm like, okay. And I said, and this shoots when? She goes, don't worry about that. Well, if we can make it work, we'll make it work. And I'm like, you're my boss. If you say you want me to do so. The last time you guys asked me to do Grey's Anatomy, I pushed. and No, exactly.
0: You know, yeah. It's like, and just so you guys know, so Shonda's with Tom in L.A. And I was with Pete, the creator of the show. Um, I'm sorry, Sorry, in Philadelphia. Sorry, in Philadelphia. 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 We had the same phone call from Linda Lowy. Pete is going crazy because it's the best idea he's ever heard, and I'm saying I'm trying to manage his expectations. So I'm like, look, Pete, I have no idea if this is going to work. And then we had our famous Shonda defense scandal. I defend how to get away with murder negotiation, which
1: I just learned not too long ago. You shared that with we,
0: you. Um, yeah. you know, did that and that worked out pretty well. So it's, it's I think worked out incredibly well. And it's worked out
1: great. And like I said, the the blessings of being able to sort of do both these positions on the stages that are right next to one another, and our production offices are one floor apart. Uh, if this had was something that shot at Sony. I don't think that would be. It might as well have been Philadelphia because I just don't think that uh, it, it could have worked, even with these scheduling madness that happens sometimes. We're able to make it work.
0: So Aquarius Gal Kim at K Petkovic wants to know. A lot who's of Kims. The, is that the third Kim? Kim is. It's Kim, very, bitch, Kim bitch. Kim bitch. Kim. Kim. Who's the Joker on the murder set?
1: I. You know, <laughs> just about probably ninety-eight percent of my scenes are with Viola. So in that duo, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, although oh, she has a, a hell of a sense she's, of humor. She's super, she super really funny. super funny. She's very funny. But she's yeah. not a practical joker. Not a practical say. joker. And I, I have to temper that because on Scandal, it's... it's oh, it's you know, rampant. It's, it's and you guys anybody. know the stories of Molina. Yeah, Josh Molina. It's all I mean, terrifying. I smashed a pie on his head. You did uh, smash a pie on yes. his
0: head. And I was present when Josh Molina rearranged all your furniture when you weren't there. Yes,
1: yeah. So he's fun. And, and uh, no one's kind of gone through that. I mean, Josh is a very special breed in that... In that world, but I, I, Katie Finley, I think is, a, I think she's a, a practical joke. She and I had some fun with outtakes. Um, you know, there was there was a scene where we had the the, the uh, psychiatry session where. Yes, that was the her. interrogation. The interrogation, Either, yeah. And uh, I don't know if you all remember from last week, but. It's this kind of showdown. She gets up. I walk her to the door, and she she goes out the door and and sees West there. And then Annalise comes in and starts to talk to me about how it went. Well, when we were shooting that, uh, when I opened the door and uh, Alfie, who plays West, was there, uh, Katie and I planted a kiss on each other and said, "I'll see you later, babe." And <laughs> he kind of looked at us like, "What the hell is going on?" But Katie and I had uh, had a lot of fun. But she uh, she's the one who I sense would probably be the prankster if, if there is one.
0: And who do you think is the most serious? Her.
1: The most serious? I would have uh, said Alfie. Yeah, I think Alfie probably because he's working with the whole accent thing and... and uh,
0: he seems very intent
1: too. He's, he's very intent. And, and, and Liza also was, Liza's pretty serious as well.
0: Which is really interesting, you guys, because Liza, off-camera, is really funny. Yeah. And she's super dry. Well, she's married to Edelstein.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but in work the, um, mode, she is. She's she is, She's uh, very sort of... She's very dialed in. and She's and, very dialed in. Yeah.
0: No, she totally is. Now, Jill Millman at Jill Millman wants to know, when are we going to get to see you on Scandal? And <laughs> what type of character would you like to play? If you could design a character on Scandal that you could play, what would it be? Wow, that, that's
1: a good question, because it's, it's, it's a bit odd, because I know everyone so well. So I, I'm trying to think of... Being in a scene, acting opposite one of these guys—it's—it'd be very odd. It would be very yeah. Strange. It's a little bit like incest. Yeah, it is because I know them so yeah. well in, in the relationships that I have with them. I think you know, up until tonight's episode of Scandal, I've been asked that question a couple of times, and and I had always thought you know there was that role that was laid out there of Abby's ex-husband. Yeah. I thought uh, along that that might be an interesting area yeah. for her to come back in, but now it's 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 been done. So I I don't know I. I uh, I'd have to think about, you know, you know, B613, something in that arena would be, would be fun to play. But well, I, like I don't know how possible Tom. it's going to be Sam, you know, now. It'd probably have to be season, season 18. Uh, <laughs> season 18. <laughs> no, but That's I, I very, would be... a very, very,
0: very long term yes, that Fitz is yes. held in office, I think.
1: <laughs> or Fitz, uh, people have said, there was a number of people who said Fitz's brother who came back, which I thought was kind of... Fritz. Like, well, Fritz.
0: <laughs> Fritz and Fitz, yeah. That's great. It would be nice to see him, because we just, uh, we do love him so much. Um, Kate Strode wants to know, are you living the American dream? Oh,
1: no pun intended. Very good. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I'm in a, a very unique situation. You know, I oftentimes think when I wake up and say, "Well, I get to go play on both these shows that... I would totally watch if I wasn't on them. They're wildly successful. The People are phenomenal in both camps. I get to, you know, just immerse myself as an actor in one and not have to worry about all those decisions that go into the day-to-day operations and just play opposite Viola Davis. And then I get to play in a scandal world, of which I'm part of shaping the, the madness that is this show and the uh, ambitious film that we put on every week. And that's pretty great. So I feel like I'm in a, in a very kind of rare moment in time and you know, I often lament, you know, three years from now, I'll be like, oh, man, remember I had a job? I had two jobs. I had three jobs. And uh, and I'll be sitting around saying, you know, if I had more time now to really enjoy this element, <laughs> but I don't because I literally am going from one to another, And particularly in the days when I'm doing both shows, I don't have time to sort of think about that. I'm literally just going, doing and going and doing. And everything is so instinctive that I sometimes uh, feel a bit robbed of really kind of, Reveling in, 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 in the enjoyment. I'm mean, a scandal I do because I've been here a while and I enjoy every aspect of that. But uh, there's always, uh, as I go over the murder, there's always something going on here that I, yeah. that I need to get back to.
0: No, yeah. I think it's true. Sinetta wants to know at Thickness for City. Very Thickness interesting. Thickness for City. Why oh. did the writers kill Sam, do you think? Why did they? Why did Pete Nowak, when he created this pilot, decide that Sam was in that rug?
1: Pete doesn't really like me, I think, is really the I think, reason.
0: I think that's it, too. <laughs> I actually think Pete secretly hates you.
1: <laughs> I, think it's, uh, I think it was such a bold move, because there were some people who suggested, why didn't they wait uh, and, and reveal that somebody was in the rug? And, and that's certainly a theory that might be interesting as as to who was in the rug, because then it's a whole, all along the way, is, is it... Is it one of the students? Is it you know? It could be anybody in that rug, which is an interesting concept. I thought what, what was kind of bold about that is stating, even though you've only there was only a couple scenes that you saw this, it is the uh, fracturing the foundation of Annalise and and what happens and how watching sort of the, the the journey to what is the inevitable. So it becomes a bit of a mystery in filling in the blanks yep. with knowing the ending, and I think that's a um, kind of a different. Uh, you, you don't see that happen often.
0: I agree with you and I think because I was there when we were developing the pilot and I think the one of the keys for Pete was he'd seen that before he'd seen the who's in the carpet who's in the carpet and he thought it was really really important to commit to somebody being in the carpet and and the rug and I think there was something really appealing about Sam because Sam Sam's role is unclear, but Sam touches sort of everybody throughout the course of the pilot. That's correct. Yeah. So, and I think there are probably some other reasons. We could probably ask Pete, and he might tell us, or he might not tell us. But mm-hmm. I think that it was very important for him that we revealed who was in the rug. Uh,
1: so And so well-crafted, I think, in that, and my being in this camp and... Can't go. I can't go anywhere else. And I was kind of <laughs> under the roof. We have just the perfect guy who wouldn't care if he's dead because he has another job. Exactly. Um, exactly. So, <laughs> as odd as that sounds, there, it was very freeing for me knowing that. I'm still keeping my
0: skin on job. Exactly. You didn't um, have to
1: get anything up. But I think really a bold choice and, and very different. I, I, I'm trying to remember or think of something if I had seen that aspect uh, told on, on that thing and really kind of changing that linear fashion that so oftentimes is the, uh, the other alternative.
0: No, that makes, that makes yeah. total sense. Thank you so much for doing this and taking the time out of um, what we all know to be his busy schedule.
1: Thank you. Let me just, uh, one one thing I want to know, and do people have problems who are fans of both shows going right up into watching that? Because that's one thing that I've heard a lot about as well. Because you're so in Scandal, once that finishes, your mind is kind of blown by what's just happened. Mm-hmm. And then, but there's no time to decompress from Scandal and then and, and thrusting yourself into the murder world. Is that something that, that people have talked about at all? Have you? That's witnessed?
0: interesting. It's something I'd be curious to know from, you know, I I think from Folks a fan Twitter, standpoint, I've heard, yeah, that it, do you need a period for decompression or are you just steeled and ready to go to watch both? And I think it's a hell I know, of a ride. I mean, I know this, some this people who night. just do not leave the room like they're committed. Yeah. They start with Grays. They go all the way through. Yeah. Some people will watch Scandal or watch Grays or watch How to Get Away with Murder and not do the whole run in DVR some of the others. But I, I think it's I think it's interesting. And look, our feeling about this is you guys, we love it when you watch it real time because there's nothing more exciting to me than the next day being able to talk to your friends. That's and exactly right. Sometimes we were talking to somebody who watches it like two or three times because right. they're worried that they're missing something.
1: They will go back and watch. It. Yeah, I mean, which, which Murder is, great. is perfect because there's clues in there that oh, there even I see and go back. Yeah. I'm like oh wow what how genius these guys. I mean you know small scenes have major clues as to what happens on the night of right. which I think is just
0: fantastic. That's right. Yeah. So I'm curious to hear from you guys about that. How do you how do you like your Thursday nights? I'm hoping you like them live. So but it is. It's a, it's how a do you ride. like your Thursday yeah. nights? If you do the hashtag Shondaland Revealed, then we can pull what you guys say and we can talk about it next week. So it's an interesting point. Cool. Once again, Tom Verica, a Thank big you. brain, a massive heart, amazing <laughs> talent. And a really nice shirt. Oh. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you, you so, much for, so, so much for being here. Um, next Thursday um, in Shondaland, uh, I think you're going to find that Amelia's past comes back to haunt her. Uh-oh. On the Fabulous Grey's Anatomy, that's at 8 p.m. You're going to want to keep your friends close and your enemies closer on Scandal at mm-hmm. 9 o'clock. Boy, there's some stuff coming up on that. I'm just saying, watch that Rowan. Because that Rowan's a tricky mm-hmm. dude. Nothing's more important than family, or is it? on ABC's How to Get Away with Murder, Shondaland's How to Get Away with Murder, 10 o'clock Thursday night. It's an amazing night of television next week, you guys. It's November. It's a really good time to just bundle up, curl up in front of the television with your loved one item, pet, food group, beverage of choice. In my case, as we all know, it's a flagon. (laughs) A large flagon of probably a a winel variety. Mm -hmm. And just tuck in because it's... It's a really, really good, good week for TV. Please follow us on Twitter and on Facebook and on ABC.com. And you can always check back into, so you can go to ABC.com or the Watch ABC app. And you can check out our fine television programs that way too. It's another way of watching us. I will be back next week with another incredibly lovely and patient human being who will be sitting next to me and hopefully talking about one of our fine shows. In the meantime, have a terrific week. Stay safe. This is Betsy Beers. I'm the executive producer of Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, and How to Get Away with Murder. Take care.